Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Disrupting the Future podcast. I am your host today. Uh, my name is Reese. You have never heard of me before. You've never seen me before, but hopefully my voice isn't irritating, and you're going to be listening to an hour-long conversation between two of the best damn technical leaders and founders th that Dubai has to offer. And I'm fortunate enough to be joined by my co-host, Amy, who will introduce herself shortly. And what you can expect from today is talking all things hiring, all things high-performance culture, but more importantly, some laughs and jokes along the way. So a bit about myself before we start. First of all, my background is professionally commentating on gamers, in Call of Duty specifically, which means I am a huge nerd. <laughs> but work-wise, I do lots of recruitment as well. So I've been working in recruitment for eight years, working with VC firms in Europe for the past seven of those years. And I like finding people jobs. And I'm now going to hand over to my co-host, Amy. Over to you, mate. It's a hard way to follow after that. <laughs> it was a nice one. I thought that, <laughs> was good. Honestly, good. I thought that might, may take up the whole hour and we'll just be sitting here. Um, I'm Amy. I'm the head of client services at Discover Mina. I've been in the region now for three years total. Um, I'm not a massive gamer, I wish I was, although I did like a bit of Nazi zombies back in the day. Um, interesting fact about me, I would say uh, I'm a big traveler. So I've actually got my sort of roots in the ground here and lived in Dubai for longer than I ever have anywhere else. But I've now worked and lived in eight different countries, worked in seven of them, traveled in, uh, and sort of explored in eight. So yeah, big explorer. And now we hand it over to our guests. So who wants to go for first? I think uh, uh, big man first. Man. <laughs> go ahead. We'll hand over to you first. Talk about yourself, man. Um, yeah. So I'm Dia Hamza. I'm originally from Syria. I lived in the region for around 22 years. Um, I grown in Kuwait. I studied there. Uh, my background is software engineering mainly. You know, IT infrastructure. I started like plus 14 years back where we called web developers <laughs> at that time. Uh, so I've been eyewitnesses with, you know, uh, the front page and those, you know, all technologies. Um, I joined uh, Flowered maybe six years and a half back. Um, uh, it wasn't basement. I sat with the CTO, CEO, Abdelaziz Lohani. You know, I, I heard the vision where we are going there. I believe there. Then I left the heaven, which is, you know, corporates at that time. Corporates maybe in Kuwait, you know, you'll have big, a lot of benefits six years back. Um, I'm fortunate enough, I think, to have this experience, take this risk and join, you know, early, very early stage startups in basement with almost there is no budget. Um, I, I think that's me, yeah, in short. Any fun facts? <laughs> <laughs> I think um, um, food taste. Um, I love to taste the food. Uh, so sometimes you hear this is a restaurant, uh, they have a nice dishes, but once I eat, I said, no, <laughs> I eat it better than this. Yeah. So I eat food in, in US and uh, Turkey, Europe, uh, even in Kuwait. So I'm, I'm food taste. This is what I love. Well, yeah. what's, what's your favorite cuisine so far? Uh, I think the Arabic cuisine. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you're biased though, aren't you? For sure. Because <laughs> yeah. it's the best, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> in the UK, we call it a food connoisseur. Okay, so that's good to know this. <laughs> you, you now have a new profession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds like an exciting yeah, Even job. the CEO used to ask me what to eat today. On Karim app or Venom? We had Talabata at that time. He's ex-co-founder of Talabata, by the way. All right, yeah. So, so you had to stick to that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No pressure, guys. <laughs> you have to use Talabata. No, and that's, uh, that's cool. And, uh, and, and thanks, guys, for having us here. So, so again, uh, Mohamed Khalid, founder, CEO of Hotdesk. Um, again, just a, a random fact about me. So I was actually born in Dublin, so I'm Irish Egyptian. And I lived there for a very long period of 10 days. <laughs> and I've never been back. So, so I, I guess it's time, 30 years ahead. <laughs> I need to go back and, and check it out. But again, I think we have all the time during the podcast to talk about everything and tell you more about Hotdesk and about myself, etc. But uh, yeah. Well, what's your elevator pitch for, for Hotdesk? <sighs> That's a tricky one. So, so Hotdesk started off as like a typical Airbnb or Booking.com for co-working spaces, right? In a post-COVID world. But right now it's, it's, it's a lot deeper, actually. So, so again, on, on one end, we enable people to find desks, meeting rooms and offices anywhere around the world for an hour, day, month or year, right? And it's just bookable on demand. But then we really evolved into a much deeper technology stack, right? Where we have enterprise software for global hybrid workforce management and real estate optimization. I'll tell you more about that in non-nerdy terms later. And then, um, and then 
then we also have uh, like operating system software, Hotdesk OS, again, for co-working space management, like helping the flexible offices manage their day-to-day -day activities. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah, there's, there's a lot to talk about today. Nice. What was your nice elevator solutions. pitch for Flowered back in the day? I think, <clears throat> so in Flowered, the unique was six years back, um, we digitalized the experience of offline flowers. Um, I, I still remember the days that no one wanted to invest in Flowered. That was really a challenging, like, should I invest in Flowers shop? That was, even my friend was doing a joke like, you left corporate and you joined Flowers shop? So guys, it's not a shop. We don't have a shop. We are in basement <laughs> even. <laughs> it's worst. Uh, I, I think th we believed on the idea itself. Um, we digitalized our experience and we gave more reasons to the customer not to go to buy offline. We will do whatever you want just by online. And we gave them all the options, all the features, all the payment methods with the tracking solutions just fine, sit here in home and we send your gift to what, wherever you want and cross cities that we deliver to. Yeah. So when you joined, you said you were in a basement and I, I guess it, your friends were going, what have you done? Compared to when you left, to them being one of the most well-known businesses yeah. in, in the region. So it went from people going, hmm, should we invest in this flower shop? And what was the final raise in the end? For, for, I for, think before you left? 185 million. <sighs> Dollars, right? Dollars, yeah. It's yeah. so a big investment yeah, in that's flowers. That's a hell, hell of a turnaround. <laughs> 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 I bet your friends are now. Like, right so now. many basements now. <laughs> Just buy basements. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still remember, you know, the days that I was pitching my friends, guys, join me in flowers. Mm. Like, you know, I, I was the first engineer, team lead, engineering manager, whatever you want to call it at that time. Like, join me in flowers. Let's build the future together. No one believed on it. At the oh. time was, you know, carriage was just started in Kuwait and booming and they get a lot of investments there. Um, you know, they, they do a nice marketing. Someone said, no, I'll join Carrie. Why should you join Flower? Well, what's Flower, even? That was a big challenge is how can I sell him the idea? How can I sell him the vision? The engineers, I think, before COVID is different than the post-COVID. It's completely, they, they changed their mindset. In the beginning, you know, they've been really web developers. They just, okay, I need a good business, good salary, stable income, and that's it, period. During COVID, this is completely changed. Yeah, yeah, the, the world changed. Really. The world changed. The yeah. whole world changed. Yeah, shift in yeah. what people wanted and what people needed. Yeah, exactly. what I was going to say though about flowers is all you had to do is launch it around Valentine's Day and say, "Look, this is how you buy your girlfriend flowers very easily. <laughs> no more going, yeah, and then you sell out and then they all invest, right? Yeah. They used to call me in Valentine like, "Oh dear, your slot all busy, please." I'm, I'm struggling. I need, I need a book here right now. <laughs> now <laughs> you want to my wife. You call me. Huh? <laughs> what happens now behind the scenes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but a funny point on what I was saying. So actually, I think, again, bringing in your co-founders and your founding team, I think, is your first hire, right? Talking mm -hmm. about hiring, I think your first, it's your first hire as your first sell, right? You, you want to sell. Before you sell to clients, you need to sell to your team, right? Exactly. Uh, so, so I think... That is where it all gets tricky, right? With the whole basement stuff or, or not even having a basement. In my case, I was like before, worse than basements. So it was just at home at night after my corporate job. <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I think it's, uh, it's your first hire. It's your first sell. It's your first, uh, f the first time you have to explain your dream to someone else, right? And, and, and kind of go through that. So I think that kind of pivots the conversation into hiring. And uh, yeah, back to you. If we think about um, Hotdesk as a product as well, just to give yeah. the audience some more information. It is by far one of the most beautiful products I've ever seen. You, you. We had a, a test run of some of the, the things you were working on last week. Uh, we will not show you on camera. And <laughs> it, is, it is honestly beautiful. So again, talking about making that initial hire and that first hire from day one to again, scaling hot desk to where it is right now, which is one of the sexiest products, not to be too Thank dramatic you. about it. What was the challenge from day one for you as a founder to get people on board? Ah, so, so, so multiple ones, right? So, so initially, <coughs> initially in a very different environment, right? So my first set of hires, like we were all part-time, right? We, we had no money, we had nothing, we had an idea. It, it was right in the middle of COVID. So pre-COVID, when, when I talk about sort of my idea of hot desk, people would say, ah, no, 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 who, who needs a co-working space? Everybody goes to office, right? This is the only way. Your manager needs to see you in person, right? And then we talk about hot desk during COVID and everyone's like, uh, no, 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 everyone's online and you just manage people on Slack and Teams and Meets. And, and then the metaverse stuff comes out. And it's like, no, 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 it's, it's on the metaverse, <laughs> right? So, so just selling that dream to anyone was, was initially, uh, and getting funding initially was, was, a, was a whole big, uh, you know, issue bubble. But then, so again, getting my, so hiring my first, let's say my, my co-founders, founding team, the core members of my team, right? It was really all about, okay, when they listen to you, 
and they you can help them envision the future they can see that what you're you're talking about makes sense but you also have sort of the the, the logic framework and the willingness to continue to pivot until you find the right soft spot and product market fit, right? I think them believing in the dream, but also in sort of your, well, I mean, you have to be delusional, but you have to be rational, right? So if they <laughs> feel a bit of both, they like it and, and, and they join. And, and comparing, so all of my first initial hires were all really all random, right? So again, beyond my co-founders, which are all funny stories, again, meeting a friend I haven't seen in, in, in about like, uh, six, seven years on, on holiday and then, uh, you know, realizing, so he's my co-founder, CEO. So instead of renting out a dorm room, he rented out uh, an apartment and put it on Airbnb in Barcelona when he was studying. So it was like, I was like, yeah, you, you could do, you could do ops. Come on, you're CEO now. And, and, and we got there. <laughs> so, so, so these sort of funny stories start with your co-founder, but then beyond that, so in your founding team, most hires are random. And, and they're sort of based on, okay, the, the person in front of you, do they have the willingness, the grit? Are they a dreamer? And are they ready to jump ship, right, when it's full of risk, right? So, so you, th there's no process. It happens as you go and you find the right type of people, right, the right material, right, inside. And then, and then of, of course, with the right relevance, et cetera. And, you know, they have to be really good at what they do and they have to be dreamers, et cetera. And then you, you pull them on board. Versus now, so, so the, the good thing is in, in the initial days, right, like I can imagine you in the basement, right, with the CEO, yeah. et cetera. When you're such a tight team, you guys are so close to each other, so you can share the culture, you can, you can create it, even if it's online, right? Two, three people talking together, it's, it's easy to get going up until like 10, 15 people. But then as you scale, the, the new hires are so far away from the co-founders, right? And, and from the core team and key management. So you no longer have that luxury of just picking those that you know, seem cool and then being so close to them to make sure that they deliver. You now have to get a right process in place. Otherwise, the ones that are bad are far worse impacting the company than those that are good uh, pull it up. Do you, um, when, when you were first hiring these random hires, how much importance did you place on culture fit and surrounding yourself with people that seemed cool, were nice to work with, maybe brought good energy versus people that had the best technical skills or hard skills in this case? So we, we had we had a mix of both, right? And and that's where you start to learn the impact and, and, and difference. And I'm sure, sure Dia would, would say the same. But for for us... Initially, it was it was more again culture and and the belief, and then you know if you're good, you learn it and you, you kind of get going. But then when when you come to more technical roles as well, it's very important, right? That you you get someone that is deep in 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 what they do, and and there's a flywheel of how you access talent. So for example, at the beginning when it's only a dream, right? You you, you access a, a certain set of talent beyond the co-founders. Then when it's a dream, but you have, you know, like initial seed funding, okay, that's a different, when you're out there as a product and people know you, et cetera. So, so you start to unlock new waves of talent. And for us, I think it was, it was a mix and uh, there wasn't either or, but I think ultimately it is the balance that the technical guy or, or girl is like, it's not completely <coughs> off hook when it comes to culture <laughs> because you know if you have someone that's super high iq amazing but then is a jerk to people right it, it kills off the culture and people want to leave uh it's what i hated about corporate right but then on the other side if you have people that are amazing culture we're not here to come sing and play as well right we need to get things done which is our hashtag so so it's uh, it's always a mix and there's no single answer it's almost like everyone has to inspire each other in some way because if you have someone that is almost too focused on work you don't have that culture of creativity it's all sort of just technical and analytics and looking at spreadsheets and things and then if you have someone that's just there for the adventure they're almost like right guys it's friday let's finish at 10 a.m and not yeah. bother let's go fly to madrid for the weekend we don't have corporate Ooh, jobs culture, yeah. Yeah, startup, yeah. and suddenly yeah. you never get anything done so it's like a perfect mix yeah. of the, the brains the creativity and and the entrepreneurship i suppose that sort of combines exactly. one ball of everything yeah what about for you dear when you first went into Flowered? Yeah. So f I'm, I think myself can, could be the first hiring in Flowered by the CEO. At that time, it was Ramadan time. I still remember those days, <clears throat> 2017, early 2017. 
I get a call, random call from one guy. Hey, we want to, we need you and Flower. This is our website. We need you as like team lead. Like, oh, what's Flower? At the time, I decided that okay, I want to move forward from the corporate culture. Like, I spent there six years. I finished my my university. That's why I stayed there, you know, because I was studying. Said okay, I want to move forward. What next for me? I want to move from corporate. That's good. Give me some financial support. I'm now. I get my degree because, unfortunately, like that time in Kuwait, no one could hire you without a degree. That's the biggest problem. So I started programming very early stages. I started with Visual Basic at that time. I still remember, you know, Visual Basic, PHP. Yeah, when you, when you make calculators. I'm old enough. Calendar. Pascal as well. So yeah. I'm old enough, you know. I started with all those old technologies. I, I was doing a lot of freelancers. I did a lot of uh, mobile application website, you know, for many companies in Kuwait. Um, so at that time, I, I met with Abdelaziz Logani. That interview was after my interview with Talabat. Talabat at that time was in Kuwait, their head, head office. They just acquired by Delivery Hero. So I met with their technical team. I did some interview there. Then I met Abdelaziz Logani from Flowered. It wasn't an interview. He just, he was sharing the vision. This is Flowered. This is what we are going to do. This is why we choose e-commerce. Are you in or out? And what you're saying is really interesting. Because yeah. basically you sat down and it wasn't even a, it was an interview in no way, nope. shape nope. or form. He, he was selling you on his vision and you believed in the vision and the mission, right? Yeah. And exactly. the value proposition. That's why it's random. So you, that's you, it. it and suddenly yeah, yeah, yeah. you're having a, a coffee and just sort of un, understanding idea. And then the next thing you're part of one of the biggest companies and the biggest funding rounds. Exactly. You know, so in the same the way, day, so. evening, it was Ramadan, you know, we had iftar then. I received the offer from uh, Nader. He's our finance director right now. This is the offer. It was almost same salary from the corporate, even less than that, mm-hmm. <clears throat> with no benefits. You know, I had like my corporate benefits, you know, medical insurance, private medical insurance, that's in Kuwait, uh, early ticket, bonus, blah, blah. I had nothing in Florida. Then I, I told my father, at that time I was single, so I told my father, he was living with me, he said, I'm leaving uh, my, my ex-employer. Uh, and move to flower. Well, what's the flower? <laughs> yeah, the flower shop. We sell flowers online. So <laughs> what? Are you crazy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I said, I tell him, I took my decision. I'm moving forward. In the same day, I, I got a call evening from Adiz Logani. He said again, what? What's your decision? This is the offer. This is what we we can propose. But promise, with the time, once we grow, you will grow with the business. So that was my goal. Flower will grow. I have to grow with the business. So I started from, you know, minus one floor, maybe not even the ground floor engineering. I was working my personal laptops even. Still, I have the pictures and and my laptop in basement. So during my notice period, three months in Kuwait, the notice period. So after work, I was working, I was building floor platform. So floor platform completely built in house by myself in the beginning. The whole, the mobile apps, the logistic solutions, like we, we talk about 2017, which is, you know, barely you see some such solutions for flowers uh, or for selling flowers online. So, yeah, I started there. So he said, you cannot hire anyone. There is no budget, <laughs> no money. <laughs> Deal with it. I think we built the whole experience. That was the unique about flood. And that's why it was difficult for me. We spent maybe three months building this, you know, during... Yeah. I was sitting with the team there, with the operation team. I was sitting with the floors themselves to understand their business, what they do. Because my background is retail, e-commerce, retail. The floors is completely different, the experience, because you are heavy operation. It's not just, you know, a box gave it to the logistic command that's it delivered. It's it completely different. Fresh, right? Exactly. So the timing exactly. for it is huge. The lifetime yeah, is the... just two hours. Within yeah. two hours, it will die if you didn't deliver it. So the whole experience we built, it, we built all the solution for the operation in-house team. A plus for our customers that it was, you know, from day one, we decided it should be native app because that, you know, we were stringing native and that time, you know, React native wasn't that much good six years back or seven years back. Flutter wasn't exist at all uh, or the cl- for the cross platform. So one of uh, my friend, he was helping me building the app as a freelance. Then he finished. I said, man, listen, join me. This is could be big. Believe me, I, I can't see it. I, I believe in the vision. I saw the numbers. I saw the traffic. I saw some analyzing for import, export for flowers. I said, man, this could be big. We could build it together. Just join me and I promise you we'll grow together with the, with the business. But then I said, man, are you crazy? <laughs> I'm, I'm doing, I'm getting a lot from free, freelancing job, you know. I'm happy with my current employer. Why should I leave? That's the mentality we had in the beginning with the engineers. Even when you literally showed him the analytics of where it could go no, and that you're almost standing out things. against everyone because no, 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 you the didn't engineers, have I don't think so. They believe such things. After oh. COVID, maybe they changed or during COVID, yeah. they changed their mentality. Now they start believing, oh, this is, could be a big thing, really. Yeah. I want to join. I want to jump. I will take the risk. For me, I took the risk. I was single. I don't have anything to lose. Okay, let me jump. Why not? I have my experience. If it didn't work, I can just join any other 
other corporate or any other business. Um, so after six months, start hiring, you know, the rule was he should be an office. So I couldn't find anyone in Kuwait. No one would join Flowert. Well, what's Flowert for them? You know, they so you have really this struggled with hiring. Massively. Yeah, I couldn't find anyone. Um, then I found some relation. He said, I know someone. He's in India. He's iOS developer. He's he's good. There's potential with him. I interviewed him. He, he's not the best iOS developer you can see. I, I saw better than him, but I saw potential. I saw mm. commitment from him. I saw he's very ethical. Really, he can grow with the business. That's why I hired him. Not because he's the very good guy or the the geek of engineering. No, that, not that reason. So we hired him. Then we hired Android after maybe another six months. Um, after like maybe one year and a half almost, start hiring the first backend with me to help me there. So from day one team, I had maybe four engineers only. For three years only, we are four engineers there. We build the whole thing. We build the whole features in Flowered. Everything. We, I, for me personally, I never sleep. I never take day off. Maybe it was. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you need a break. No. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. But you know, once you are passionate about something, yeah. Really, you don't care. Like, still, you, I have the energy. Yeah, Why not? I want to spend it on this. You're all the time because exactly. you know you're going yeah. somewhere. I took maybe one mission. week only in my honeymoon, then I back to work. At least you did your honeymoon because otherwise you'd be in bigger problems. <laughs> exactly. With the lack of sleep. You don't take a honeymoon. Happy wife, happy life. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Even like we had many, not many fights, honestly. Many arguments like, you're working so late. Why? Yeah. So it's, it's always I a think, problem. I think, yeah, my wife, she supported me a lot. Yeah. That's really, it's, uh, it's a credit for her. I th- yeah. I was gonna say so in both cases for you again culture plays a huge part of hiring your first members of teams. When does your focus change from, I guess, culture fit of people being around you that you like being around that have potential that will grow the business, to, I need high performers. I need the best of the best. The question for you, Mohammed, when did that change? Um, uh, or has it changed still, or is your mentality still the same? So, so culture remains forever important, right? And, and and actually, later on, having culture, you know, set up the right way, sort of, again, it, it's not just what you what you preach; it's it's what you award, right, and what you commend uh, that people do. So, culture is forever important. But I think one of the really important parts of this is is getting to sort of you know your 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 model or like product market fit right getting to especially in a complex industry right so so again a lot of businesses are are pretty straightforward but in one like hot desk right the only way it works is a multi modal multiple product setup that creates an ecosystem right and uh, you can think of like apples or google's ecosystem right that enables the whole thing to work so you we really needed like super high performers at that point just figuring out the structure the business building super fast right because i think the cost of time is and and potentially losing the market is <laughs> way more important than the, the the losing money or or losing whatever at, at those initial stages where the quantum isn't that big right so you have to be super fast so you need people that are you know really good at what they do can go super deep so that they can crack this for you and then you as a team can jump this barrier and then get on with with scaling when it comes to building these high performing cultures how important is managing underperformers within that culture so so you can think of it one way right so so let's say you're on Sheikh Zayed road right <laughs> 10 lanes or whatever and you, <laughs> everyone's driving right if everyone's driving the right way uh, everything's fine right everything's normal it's not like the road becomes like heaven it's just a road right but then if one car <laughs> or one driver is not driving the right way what's going to happen right the, the whole road ends up crashing right? everyone crashes into each other so that's the impact of having uh, um, you know someone with you know bad culture fit or 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 underperformance that you are <laughs> not solving right because it stops the cycle uh, you're as strong as you know your 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 weakest link so so you need to to, to get to it and and what that means is founders need to and you know and management teams etc need to deal with things that make them uncomfortable right Think about that again. So in the beginning, you're hiring people based on culture, right? And you and, and it's random, and, and you build bonds, and then things start to go bad. What do you do, right? Do you do you go in and you fire the people that started your business with you and share your dream? And a lot of them could be your friends, right? And, and how do you say it? And how do you do it? So 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 managing underperformance and, and having to to make hard decisions or to shift people or is it, a tough job. But without it, the business doesn't work. What do you think, Dion? Yeah. 
I, I think one one I always used to say for my team that you guys you are the culture, the culture in at least in technology it's open source. You guys you should contribute to this culture. Don't wait for me to do things for you. I'm not I'm not free to do enough for you. I'm I'm too much busy. I'm too too much busy. So that's I think that's the benefit where really most of the engineers, most of even the scrum team, the data team, all of them contributed to the culture. How can they make it better? How they can make it healthy and clean? Once the floor starts growing, we should adopt to new technologies. So we started, you know, with VB, then moved to C sharp monolos. Then okay, we have to migrate. We have to migrate. We have enough money right now to hire more people. So once we do interviews, like um, Ahmed, he was with me, he said, man, this guy is overqualified. I told him, yeah, this is what we need. We need overqualified people to help us to go to next level. Yeah. It's not Elevate. just we need people, we are better than them. So I tell him, okay, I used to be back-end. Whomever I want to hire him in back-end, he should be better than me. I shouldn't be better than him in back-end or in, in software architect. Yeah, you, you just manage. So I used to hire those people like yeah. Amr, you know, our, our fellow colleague. He's very good in data. Yeah, I hired him. Why not? Yeah. yeah, he should be better than me. Why should be better than him in his job? So you as a CTO, you oversee all the functions, but there should be particular people on on, on, on each function. So I call them my partners. Every time, even I never had any interviews, I, I just I call them a chit-chat. Let's chit-chat together. It's very random, friendly chit-chat. I had one engineer, you know, even he did like we called Wasta, um, some to be joined Flirt at that time. Like for me, I shocked. He said he wanted to join Flirt. He left big corporate here in Dubai said, Dee, I want to join your team. Tell him, man, I cannot afford your salary. You're getting a lot. It's not because you are not good, but I don't have this budget. I cannot afford. He said, okay, how much you can afford? Tell him, I can afford this. He said, okay, I'll join. He said, why? He said, I, I heard a lot about your culture, about what you do with the team, how the team, they work together. They are brothers and sisters. They are one team, one family, they work together. So we hired him. He left his, you know, big corporate and he still today, he's there. He, he did the milestones. He did That's the milestones. Amazing. So I think building the right reputation, culture, is very important to attract the right people. Yeah, and, and being there, and back to your point, Reese, on, on, on managing underperformance, right? You have to do your part first, right? right? You have to have everything uh, set up, especially in, in, in your sort of more down-the-road tires when you're mature. They have to come in and find the machine working, right? They, they can plug into this machine. They can join your weekly calls. They can be there, right? They get the mentoring that they need. They have a catch up with their boss, you know, uh, let's say at least once per, per, per month or per quarter, et cetera. And once you realize that they're underperforming, some people, you know, don't want to take action just because it feels a bit tough, especially in a, in a 